0: Log Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world, the kingdom of God, and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield. Who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you, amen? They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith who is also the co-founder and pastor Oshabaugh Hartman with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday School. 10 a.m. begins the worship service. They have Bible study every Wednesdays, actually every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time. You can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and to the Bible Study Live. They also have Bible studies at their location every Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Light of the World, Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. And before we get into the Word, we're going to hear a song. Amen. Go through three stages,
1: for it's all to run. It has to go through the shaking, the beating, and the pressing. And just like the olive, some of you may have felt like you go through the shaking, the beating, and the pressing. You went through all of that for your oil to flow. Now your greater is coming. If it had nothing for the shaking, I never would have been ready for the. I will.
0: He's fighting for you. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. All we have to do is just sit back and watch Him do what He does. Win already ours. The victory is already ours. In the first song, she said, "You're greater." is coming. The way things are now is not the way that they're going to stay. Say that again. The way things are now is not the way that they're going to stay. Because your greater is coming. Your latter is greater. So that's why we should be expecting. That's what hope is. Expecting. Expecting is, is knowing that it's on the way picture somebody at a bus stop. I I, I remember those days in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, waiting on the bus, looking at your watch. Every now and then you, you, you step out into the street anticipating for that bus to show up. And every time, every time that bus shows up. So if a bus would show up in snowy weather, I just wanted you to think about that. If a bus can show up in snowy weather, is your greater to God. Your greater is coming. Says, I believe that he will lead you through it. I believe that he will get you to it. I believe that he will do it right now. You got to believe it right now. Don't wait. That's where anticipation comes in at. Knowing, expecting, believing, trusting, hoping, and celebrating because it's on the way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in i going to go ahead and get into the word, amen. Just wanted to stir you up a little bit. Because somebody's waiting on something. Somebody is waiting on something. Glory to God. Coming out of the book of Job. Job, the 14th chapter. Verse 14 We're doing 14 and 14 Job 14 chapter verse 14 And it reads If a man die Shall he live again All the days of my appointed time Will I wait till my change come? Read it again. It's a Job speaking. He said, he live again. All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change comes. The title of the message this morning is The Final Change. The Final Change. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the before you. Thank you, Father, for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, protecting us, keeping us in their care of God, watching over us. Fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy. Keeping us from all harm and danger, God. Protecting us in the midst of chaos. Destruction. Evilness. Wickedness. And Father, thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning. Hallelujah. In our right mind. For even some of us who had bad dreams, father, some may say nightmares, you woke us up, hallelujah, and thank you, Father for the the new mercies that came with this day. your all-sufficient grace, father. Thank you, Father, for your word, your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for your son, Jesus, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins, to stand in the gap for us, Father, to live a sinless life the sins of the world to the cross, Father, to be sacrificed, to be crucified, Father. Hallelujah. And thank you, Father, for even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us. But he went on a mission to take the keys of hell from Satan. Hallelujah. Stripping him of his power. But you didn't leave him there, Father. But on the third day, you raise Jesus up. Hallelujah, with all power. Delegating that power to us, Father. Saying, this power that I have, I now give to thee. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel. Teaching all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And wherever you go, I'm with you, even to the end of the world. That's the promise that he left with us. And Father, thank you for... Accepting Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood. Hallelujah. Sitting him on your right hand. Thank you for Holy Spirit, Father. You sent to be our guide, our teacher, our comforter, our friend. And thank you for you, Almighty God, our Father creator of heaven and earth. Thank you for considering us, Father. Hallelujah. For calling us your own. For creating us, Father. And the angels were in awe that they asked, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him. Hallelujah. Now, Father, we receive your word. Help us to apply to our lives to make it personal, Father. That you may be glorified. We'll be careful to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. The final change. We all know the story of Job, how Job was attacked. He was attacked spiritually, emotionally, and even physically. So we understand the the, the agony, the, the suffering, and the pain that he endured. So in chapter 14, it was talking about how Job had got to a point where he asked a question. In verse 14, it says, if a man shall he live again? See, Job didn't have that understanding that we have today. Because it had never been done before. Not until Jesus came. Matter of fact, let's let's start at, at verse 10. Job so fourteen chapter. Verse 10. And it reads, But man dieth and wasteth away. Yea, man giveth up the ghost, and where is he? See, see, Job didn't have that understanding of where people go when they die. What happens when they give up the ghost. The spirit. The spirit returns to God. Because in Genesis it said that when God created Adam said he he breathed into his nostrils so so by god breathing into adam's nostrils he released his spirit inside of him and then it says and man became a living soul. So, so that's when man became a living soul. When when God breathed his breath, his, he, he released his spirit into man. So that, that that's why that's why Job was was questioning. Where is man? after he gives up his ghost, after he releases his spirit. As the waters fell from the sea, flood decayeth and drieth up. So man lieth down and riseth not. Listen to this. This is his understanding of death. It says, so man lieth down and riseth not till the heavens be no more. They shall not awake nor be raised out of their sleep. Job is saying. Verse 13 reads, oh, that thou wouldest hide me in the grave, that thou wouldest keep me secret Until thy wrath be passed. That thou wouldest appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man die, shall he live again? That's why he asked that question. All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. There was something in him after after all of his question his, his his wondering his 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 curiosity about death still he said all the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come what change is he talking about Change, when we look at the word change, change means to make radically different, to transform. Transform means to change in character or condition, to be converted, to bring over from one belief a party to another. alter for more effective utilization that that's what that's what change is to alter for more effective utilization so 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 change should be for good should be for better says for more effective, utilization. Let's go to Romans 12. Some of y'all know my favorite scripture. Romans 12 starting at verse 1 and it reads, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So so our lives should be a service unto God. The song that I wrote, let the life that I live speak for me. That's what this is saying. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy. Hmm. That's almost a curse word. Holy. Acceptable unto God. Which is your reasonable service. And verse 2 reads, And be not conformed to this world. I paused for a reason because right after I said that the thought of everything that's going on all of the changes be not conformed to this world This world's way of thinking, this this world's way of seeing things, this world's way of understanding, this world's way of doing things. My wife and I was watching... The the House of Representatives, where they're, they're voting for a leader, the Speaker of the House, and this, this, this one particular person, they voted three times already, and he hasn't got to the number that he needs. So so when you talk to 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 one representative on on one side they're saying that the other side should just give up and then when you talk to a, another representative on the other side they're saying no we should just keep going keep voting because the the last speaker endured 15 different times that they voted. Listen to that. 15 different times that they voted. So the hope for one particular party is that eventually, if we keep voting, We're gonna win. And and the other party is saying there's no need to keep voting because you're not going to win. So so th- this this is a struggle of what's going on in our house of representatives. Those who, who, who represent the state so-called United States. (laughs) Representatives are divided but they're representing the United States of America. Y'all know what word is coming. That's like an oxymoron. It doesn't make sense. just wanted to point that out because a lot of stuff is going on that people don't even, they have no idea. But the Bible says a house divided by itself cannot stand. Case in point, we're trying to look at things outside of the United States. And the United States is not even united. Move on from that. Says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The only way somebody can be transformed is if their mind is renewed. And the only way somebody's mind can be renewed. Of God. Through the Word of God. Cause faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the Word of God. Watching, watching those. Representatives operate. I haven't seen one person stand up and say, Let us reason together. Let us, let us, let us go before. The the God that, that America is supposed to be trusting. In God, we trust. Let us pray. Let us seek wisdom, seek guidance. By the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God, what's your will? What, what, what's your purpose? For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Hmm. Sounds like pride. But to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. The measure of faith as a man thinketh in his heart, so is As a man in his heart, so is he. A lot of people don't trust other people because they know that they can't trust themselves. <laughs> Change. Change means to give a different position, course, or direction to. To give a different position, course, or direction to. Your name is your purpose. God has given every one of us. A purpose. And it's in our name. That's why a lot of people don't know what their purpose is. Because they don't understand their name. Your name is your purpose. Abram. Abram was changed to Abraham his, his 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 course his his direction his position was changed Jacob was changed to Israel See Jacob meant trickster Deceiver Simon Barjona was changed to Peter. Saul was changed to Paul, and each one of these, <laughs> their 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 position, their their course, their direction. Their names were changed when they had an encounter with God, each one of them. God made a covenant with Abraham. Jacob wrestled with God. Simon Barjona when he got the revelation of who Jesus was when Jesus asked who do you stand and he said thou art the Christ the son of the living God he had an encounter with God because Jesus said man didn't give you that that came straight throne room of God that came straight from my father in heaven and from then on he was called Peter Saul on the road to Damascus had an assignment to go kill Christians, but then he had an encounter, and from then on, he was called Paul. Q. Anybody remember Q? as I mentioned last week, was my, my spiritual birthday. October 14, 1997. Cute. Quick to do anything. Daredevil had an encounter with God. Hallelujah. And my my position, my course, my direction was changed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Now people know Norman. 2 Corinthians. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. 5th chapter. Talking about the final change, who are you that's why i I don't get caught up in nicknames because nicknames can alter can 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 change. can take you off course of your destiny. You have to be careful with nicknames. I tell people to embrace their God-given name. Even, for example, Someone may be called Pat, that's short for Patrick, or Chris, that's short for Christopher, Norm, that's short from Norman. Embrace your whole name because even that could redirect your course, could redirect your direction, could change your position and cause you not to reach destiny. Steph instead of Stephanie Will instead of William it may seem minute seem petty but once we understand that our name is our purpose. We will learn to embrace our name. And walk in the purpose. That God has for us. Second Corinthians 5th chapter. Starting at verse 14. And it reads. For the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead and that he died for all that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. The one that died for all that which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Though we knew Q in the flesh, after the flesh, we know him no more. Because Q is dead, trust me. Verse 17 reads, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. That's why when when, when you have that encounter with God, your character changes. Your your condition changes. your, your, Your nature changes. Your name which is your purpose, changes. He is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God. Those new things, they are of God who had reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And had given to us the ministry of reconciliation. That's that's why it says in in, in Romans 12 that our lives, our, our holy lives, should be acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service, our service. God has given all of us a ministry of reconciliation. What were you called out of? That's your ministry. The darkness that God called you out of. Now, he's given you the light to go back into that darkness and ex. Expose it and introduce it to God. That's your ministry. To wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. That's what he did. He sent Jesus into the world. So that he may be introduced. So that that darkness that he sent Jesus into now was exposed to the light of the world. Glory to God. Reconciling the world unto himself. Not imputing their trespasses unto them and have committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Here's that change. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. That's to be our focus. For he had made him to be sin for us. He made him to be sin for us. See, uh, uh, another definition for change is to replace with another. Or to make a shift from one to another. To become different. says For he had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Let's go to 1 Peter. 1 Peter 2. Starting at verse 9. 1 Peter 2 starting at verse 9. Talking about the final change. To become different. That's another definition for change. To become different. 1 Peter 2nd chapter verse 9 reads, But ye are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. And holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praise of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's what we just mentioned, which in time past were not a people but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from freshly lust, with war against the soul, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works By the changing of your character, the the changing of your condition, by you presenting your your body there as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. Says, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain. From freshly from fleshly lust, which war against the soul, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evil doers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. See, that's how we should be living. We should be presenting God because we are his representatives. Because we are his representatives, we should be representing him so that they may have a visitation with him and that they may glorify God. The way we should live is For people to ask. What shall I do. To be saved. Submit yourselves to every ordinance. Of man. For the Lord's sake. Whether it be to the king. As supreme. Or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evil doers and for the praise of them that do well. See, it doesn't matter who it is. For Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believes, don't be ashamed. They say change is inevitable, meaning that it's incapable of being avoided or evade it you can't avoid change but but i say since you can't avoid it welcome it embrace it and even enjoy it even enjoy it say john say john 16 chapter verse 33 It reads, these things I have spoken unto you. This is Jesus speaking, talking to his disciples, comforting them because of the things that he shared with them. He says, these things I have spoken unto you. In me, ye might have peace. Our peace is in him. In the world, ye shall have tribulation. It's it's inevitable. It's incapable of being avoided or evaded. In the world, ye shall have tribulation. It's, it's, It's going to come. But it doesn't stop there. In the world, you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. That, that, that's where they're that. That's where that enjoying it comes from. Welcome it, embrace it, and enjoy it. it and be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Speakable joy. That's perfect peace. Let's look at our base scripture As they say we're closing Job 14 chapter Verse 14 I'm going to read it in The amplified version Job 14 14 In the amplified version And it reads If a man dies." Shall he live again? All the days of my warfare and service, I will wait till my change and release shall come. My change and release shall come. What's that release? Let's look at it in the the New Living Translation. Job 14, 14 in the New Living. Translation, and it reads, can the dead live again? If so, this would give me hope through all my years of struggle, and I would eagerly await the release of death. That's what the release is, the release of death. Now, now look at it. Let's look at it in in the message translation, and it reads, "If we humans die, will we live again? That's my question all through these difficult days, I keep hoping, waiting for the final change that that that's where the title came from it says. All through these days, I keep hoping, waiting for the final change for resurrection. That's the final change. Resurrection. Now, let's go to 1 Corinthians 15 chapter. 1 Corinthians 15 chapter. Starting at verse 47. first man is of the earth earthy the second man is the Lord from heaven the first man was Adam born from the earth the second man is the Lord Jesus from heaven as is the earthy such are they also that are earthy And as is is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. As we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption behold i show you a mystery we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed listen to that it says we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. We shall be changed. Listen to that. Now, in First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter. First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, starting at verse thirteen. It reads, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. See, see, Job was speaking out of ignorance. Meaning that 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 he he had no understanding of death. But it says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren. Concerning them which are asleep, asleep is another word for death. Concerning them which are dead, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. See, those who have no hope, they're the ones who sorrow. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. We can't stop those who are dead. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Glory to God. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up Together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. That is the final change. That is the resurrection. That is the rapture. That is the, the return of Christ. And then it ends like this. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. We all shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye. I don't know about you, but I'm expecting, I'm I'm, I'm anticipating, hallelujah, looking for The final change. Father, thank you. For reminding us. Of what our. Focus. Should be on. Focusing on. The return. Of Jesus Christ. Focusing on the resurrection focusing on the final change the rapture being caught up to meet the Lord in the air help us father to not only stay focused, but to share this message. To go into the darkness and and expose it with the light that you've given us, which is the word of God. Thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. The final change. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard.